Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah, Chris. You're this not feeling is- so hot. Yeah, I'm via phone today. This is episode 92. We are SLC Punkcast. This is a punk rock review and interview show, reviewing and critiquing all the genres and subgenres of punk rock. And Dustin, we have an interview today. Yes, we do. We have an interview, a, a repeater. We got the guys on Fallen Monuments. They got a new EP coming out, and so they joined us to talk about what they've been up to and uh, the new EP, so that'll be coming up here shortly. Out of San Diego, California. Yeah. German for a whale's vagina. There you go. <laughs> and it's also far warmer than it is here, so I'm jealous that they're there and we're not. Damn right. <laughs> All right, Chris, we got a bunch of uh, new stuff coming out i'm gonna run down the list chris is not feeling so hot so though chris may normally do this part i'm gonna help him out this time chris we have just war came out with situation normal still fucked up on march 17th dolly d with nobis they're on steel town records that came out march 18th anti-lectual came out with their cover of the police song and that was on march 19th rough cuts had the Rough Cuts EP come out on March 21st. Stay tuned. In a couple weeks, we'll be talking more about the Rough Cuts. Problem Daughter, local band, Grow Up Trash. They put that out on March 22nd. City Saints came out with Pas Venska on March 22nd. That's their first album in their native language of Swedish. Then we have Sleep In with The Stars on Your Ceiling, March 22nd. The Shabooms with The Blurred Odyssey, March 22nd. The Sideburns came out with R&R Outcasts, an EP, March 26th. They are a Russian band, and they're on Steel Town Records. Priorities out of Athens came out with an EP, March 28th. Kind of a, a Chris, how do you call that? Uh, not an all-star band, what do you call it? Super group, right? Supergroup. Yeah, an Athens super group. It's really good. Already heard it. Going to be playing that uh, before too long as well. Tap and Die came out with Bombs Overhead, March 29th. Trophy Jump came out with Haphazard, an EP, March 29th. Simple Creatures, Strange Love, EP, March 29th. City Miles came out with Social Upheaval. Not sure the official date, but you can get it uh, on vinyl right now. Rebellion Records. Fallen Monuments, we're going to be listening to and talking more about that here shortly. That came out on April, or is coming out April 2nd. Koki the Clown, You're Welcome, full length, from Fat Mike and his alter ego, Koki the Clown, on Fat Records. Which you're hearing a little bit of here now. Yes, uh, should be. For some reason, it skipped it. So uh, I guess we're going to jump into that here momentarily. I don't know why I did that. This is Chris. What uh, what are we listening to right now? Sounds great. Right? That's your new pick of the week, Punk Rock Bowling Band. Learning to swim. It's from the Skints.
They kind of got a little reggae sound there, Chris. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a great sound. I'm looking forward to seeing the skins. This came out, what, May? It's coming out, uh, yes, it came out, sorry, last May. Came out, came out last May. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be a cool track. It's a cool track. It's going to be great to see them. You, do you know which day we're seeing them, Dustin, off the top of your head? Uh, I don't. I'll check that. Let's uh, listen to this track, and we'll, we'll get that info. Yes, Chris. They uh, they've been described as the torque bearers for modern British reggae music. The what berries? The torch bearers. You know, oh, like torch bearers. The torch. Yeah. You know, they, they they they're punk rock, ska, reggae, a little dancehall, some soul, a little bit of everything, man. They are incredibly talented. And uh, they're a good band. We're looking forward to seeing them. Um, their their albums are actually on all the UK indie charts. They they, uh, they do pretty well. That's awesome. Uh, they're not doing the main show, it looks like. So I'm t- taking a quick look at which club show they must be at. Chris, uh, I would assume one of the first days... And speaking of punk rock bowling, they actually changed some venues on a handful of shows. We'll have to talk about that uh, at some point, maybe on the next episode, because there's a handful, and then they're releasing a bunch of tickets. So, if you know, if there's some club shows. I know the Nerf Herder show, the Pennywise show, the I think it's the H2O show, and there's one other one that was... They're releasing more tickets because they're switching venues. So, was that because the beauty bar closed? Uh, partially because the beauty bar closed and then there were some other ones that the venue wasn't quite big enough. They sold out so quick and they, according to popular demand is what they said that, that, uh, they are, you know, moved to a bigger venue, something that can hold more. Well, I mean, how many of those sold out the first day they were open, right? Uh, At least half the first day and then a few shortly thereafter. Justin, you want to continue through the uh, what's new? Yes. So uh, I hung up right here on this one. This is Koki the Clown. That was the night. It may sound right, but punk rock saved my life. It's kind of a, a biopic thing that, uh, or at least that's the way it comes across from Fat Mike. Uh, that comes mm-hmm. out April 5th. 
This track is Punk Rock Saved My Life. It's track number 10. It comes out uh, April 5th, like I said. Uh, we had the, the dates wrong, so the skins, it wasn't May 10th of last year. It's May 10th of this year. It's actually new. That's uh, one advanced track out there that you can get if you go oh, pre-order the album, which is Swimming Lessons, so that was Learning to Swim. Uh, the rest of that list includes Sally Pepper with the Real World EP on April 5th, Lee Harvey's with Resistance Is Not Terrorism EP on April 5th. We played them on the last episode. It's going to be a cool EP. A Time to Stand with, with Light Years on April 5th, Liberty and Justice. Really looking forward to that on Crowd Control Media. For All is the name of it. So Liberty and Justice is the band and For All is the album. That's April 6th. American War Machine with Unholy War on April 12th. And then Boundaries is releasing Turning Point on April 12th. And Chris, to go back to the punk rock bowling, uh, I, I skipped it, my bad. It's the very first day on the main stage. The Skints will be playing from 410 to 435. So one of the first bands. I, I overlooked it when I was scrolling through the list. I'm all sorts of uh, thinking I was prepared, and I was not today. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. I'm not prepared either. <laughs> we'll just put this shit together. That's right. All right, here's a little more of the punk rock Save My Life, Koki the Clown. I never had a babysitter. I had a latchkey. It's so embarrassing, but she never threw me one birthday party. So I spent my nights going to every punk show I could find. My new home was Hollywood, around Selma and Vine. You see, punk rock was never just music to me It was my life My parents were just relatives My family was always no effects Alright Pretty cool, huh? I mean, uh, definitely a different style of song there But, mm -hmm. you know, maybe an interesting insight And though it kind of seems like a, a gloom story there, Chris Maybe they're, you know, the silver lining there for our all of our fellow punk rockers. You know, punk yeah, rock. Yeah, for sure. Punk rock saved his life, all the, the shows that he went to and, and such. Well, Chris, we're going to do an interview. So first up, I, I think we, we should play a track. What do you think? Yeah, uh, Fallen Monuments. We mentioned them earlier. They're out of San Diego. We had them on episode 49 back in May. The, uh, the new EP is Experiments. It's coming out this upcoming Tuesday, tracks. so very soon. We'll play two tracks from it. What's the first one? This one is the original track that they created, so essentially it's a single with two cool covers that they did. We'll talk about the covers after this, during the interview, and we'll play one of them after the interview. So first up, let's listen to It Doesn't Mean a Thing from The Fallen Monuments.
Joining us on SLC Punkcast, the Fallen Monuments, Gary, Aaron, and Todd. Thank you, boys, for joining us today. Hey, thank you guys for having us back. We're stoked. Yeah, definitely. We had Fallen Monuments uh, on the show back in May of 2018, episode 49. We're on like 95 or 96 now. You guys are like... uh, you guys are pioneers of podcasts. Um, <laughs> Todd, I'm going to start with you. Tell us what have Fallen Monuments been up to since we last spoke. We've been uh, trying to rehearse when we have time. We've got a, a show coming up at a new venue that's opening here in San Diego. And somehow in between getting geared up for that, we managed to squeeze in some recording time and put out uh, three songs that are going to appear on an on a EP that drops, what, in a week? April 2nd, and uh, that EP, again, three songs, two of which are covers by some 80s bands that we appreciate, Men at Work and The Church. Just a fun follow-up that we did to our our full-length Distance and Time, and we wanted to put out something that, you know, people could uh, sing along to, old songs that they recognize but may not necessarily think about very often. Somewhat obscure, not totally, though. Overkill by Men at Work was, it's one of my favorite Men at Work songs. I yeah. was I was playing it. Dustin and I were playing it earlier, just kind of comparing, con- compare and contrast. Yes, third level of thinking, higher order thinking. Yeah, that we're doing over here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, one it's, of those tunes though that I think it's not it's not this minute work song that comes immediately to mind when you think of that band. Most people are going to start singing like "Land Down Under" or whatever. Right, right. Overkill was definitely a good melodic tune by them, though, no doubt. You guys pulled off both those covers very well. By just in case I don't want to not say it, I was uh, very impressed that I heard them both thought, wow those are really good and they started that's when i went back to listen to the originals and then even more impressed uh, you guys made it your own but very good very good right. quality well, tell, thanks guys thank you tell thank us you. aaron what came what came about to wanting you guys to do these covers uh by minute work overkill we mentioned and of course under the milky way by the church well the the minute work one that was that's always been a, a good good one uh shit Colin Hay did that one on uh, Scrubs, I think, a while back. Shit, must be a couple years now. So that, that's always that, that's always been my my favorite one. The church one, I'm, I'm not so much into that. I think I think Gary, that's that's Gary's jam right there. Yeah, I'm all about. Well, see, I'm all about '80s new wave, and I, I love me some '80s. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I even jokingly said when we spoke last year, I was like, I, we're gonna do an EP with some '80s tunes, and I'm gonna yes. call you guys back. And, and fucking hey, here we are. Yes. <laughs> but, you made a promise and you stuck to it. Hell yeah. But it's one of those things like these are two songs that we, we do in our live set because we love to do covers. And granted, like, you know, we'll throw like a Bad Religion song or something into our set and cover it as is. But I love to like take a song that is not in our genre per se. Right. And make it and make it our own and do it live. And so these are like two of the main songs that we kind of rotate through our set with a, a handful of others. And then. We wrote this new song and said, oh, well, we got this single. Like, well, shit, we got these other two songs that we really love, and they didn't go on our album because they're not ours, but let's just record them anyway. And shit, we'll put it out as an EP. And so it's like uh, all these 80s songs are tunes that, you know, I listen to all the time. Right. And I was just got a good excuse to record them so I could hear them over and over. Is there anything to the fact that they're both Australian bands? You know, it's funny. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that until I was going back. And looking at uh, the information from the church, because I had to look up, you know, who wrote the song in the band so I could do the, you know, the appropriate, you know, publishing rights and all that shit. 
And it was like the church from Australia. I was like, what the fuck? We must have a thing for Australian bands. So now I'm going down the list of like, yeah, man, it, I, we also love uh, Body Jar and like Australian punk bands. We're Maybe we're meant to be down in, uh, in, in Aussie. Do you guys have an in excess cover that you do? Oh shit, that's what we, that's next. We should do that. <laughs> yeah. Dustin's got a whole list of things he wants you to cover. Yeah. And just send to him and he's just gonna listen to that every day yeah. driving to work. Right? The only thing is if we do the in excess cover, one of us has to put a belt around our neck and do the autoerotic oh, asphyxiation on wow. stage. <laughs> Whoa. That's where we went today with our podcast at. <laughs> Why do the EP? Why not wait till you had more material? What led you to doing uh, just a quick and dirty EP with this great single rather than waiting until you had more stuff later? It's a good question. Probably because we're not patient. <laughs> you know, uh, Todd is much more like calculated and restrained, where I think uh, I'm more impulsive and I was able to sway Aaron to my dark side and go, dude, let's record more stuff right now. <laughs> and because, you know, we're coming up on a year, we know we want to start doing new stuff, but we felt like this was a good, this is a good exercise too, since we record all our own stuff to try out some new <laughs> techniques and shake the rust off and, and get back in and, and start you know greasing the gears for the next release yeah it, it's definitely way too easy when all the recording gears right right where you're practicing and it's just come on turn it on let's go <laughs> right. we, we do get a little impatient and we, and we definitely i think we, we had been talking about the covers and i, I think that's something that, that we kind of wanted to do is like a like almost like a theme is, is do a do a full-length album and then come back with a couple covers and maybe a new song and mm. and shit next we're i think we're planning a, a, a full length here to hopefully get done by by next spring and then uh and then we want to jump right back into the covers and maybe do a, a couple different style tunes next right on. and tell us uh todd tell us about the new track that's not the cover that track is amazing i love that song so much and one of the funny things is usually the tracks i i like the most are ones that we labor over for you know great stints of time trying to hone in lyrics and do all that that's song the single it doesn't mean a thing came out in probably one practice in less than an hour does that sound correct gary yeah 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 it's one of those ones where you know most fans know this right where like you go into the rehearsal studio and if one guy is still setting up his stuff and the other ones are ready all of a sudden someone just starts playing a riff and Next thing you know, the train has left the station, and you're like, "We got a new, we got to do this." And we all just stopped what we were doing and kind of focused in on it. And next thing we know, by the end of the practice, we had the skeleton of a song. And like Todd was saying, sometimes we'll do that, and it, but it will take us quite a while to go back and kind of flesh it out and add parts to it. This one, by the end of the rehearsal, it was pretty much there. We went back to it and just cleaned a few things up, but it was pretty much, you know, what you hear as the end result is pretty much what we had like right from the get-go. So, right. yeah, it, it, it's pretty fun when those ones just kind of come out of nowhere and just hit us, and it's like a fully formed song right out the gate. What's on the uh, docket for you guys? What's what's next for the Fallen Monuments? Well, I think the main thing is to crank out as many more T-shirt designs as we can to yes. get our merchandise <laughs> empire going. Yes. <laughs> Merchandising yeah. empire. The yeah, yeah. We're, skeleton we're gonna, we're gonna astronauts awesome. Yeah, yeah. We want to get into skateboard decks and uh, coffee mugs and infant clothes and uh, infant uh, clothing. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, it's a it's a booming market. Now people keep making these babies, and uh, we've got to put some fallen monument stuff on them. Yeah, tap into them when they're young. Uh, but, but yeah, I think the big thing is, uh, you know, we're going to start hammering out uh, now that you know we're hitting spring and summer. It's going to be a bunch of shows, but now we're going to start grinding out some new tunes and 
now we got this new one and we've got a couple more in the hopper and we're starting to get ideas going so hopefully uh, as the year progresses we're going to have a body of work for the next release and they, you know we, we try to just pick good shows that come our way and kind of be choosy about stuff and Right. So far, it's worked out. We've played like a lot of really cool shows, and so I think we're going to continue to do that T- throughout the touring year. Touring ideas, or just just wanting to kind of stay local there, San Diego, Los Angeles kind of area. You know, we're we're staying local, but the thing is, like, if there was an opportunity where something really cool came about, I think we'd probably definitely jump on it. And I think if we went anywhere, we'd probably come out towards you guys and say, "Hey, Dustin and Chris, put us up." Yes. And we played it. We we played a show out here in San Diego with Reva Rebels out there, and so God, then we you hit them up and go. Let's do something. Right. But there's a lot of bands that do the whole like, oh, we're going on a, you know, quote unquote tour just for the sake of touring. And it's just a handful of gigs. And, and that's cool and all. But I think we would probably want to do something that was, you know, a little more fun and worth our while. With, like people that we really like playing with and, and places that we really want to go. So I don't know. We'll see what's in store this summer. You guys may be seeing more of us. That'd be great. I got a quick suggestion back to the merchandise. Turn that uh, uh, skeleton astronaut guy you have into like the next elf on the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Astronaut up your ass. Right? The designs, it's like you're placing them in different places already, right? On the the album designs and some of the other artwork you guys have had. So you just place the the astronaut other places. Wait, can can you guys hold off a little bit to put this out so we can go copyright that real quick? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are, uh, you know, putting some tracks together. You, you did the single because it was ready to go. You're looking to get the next album probably spring or so, you know, next year anyway. Uh, is there something that would prevent you? So you'd be like, ah, oh, maybe we're going to do an EP and release a few tracks. Or are you, are you at that point where you think you've got enough material, you just got to kind of work it out, record it, and then release it? Well, I mean, that's that a really good... impatience. Yeah, right. But it's a really good question, right? Because we're of the school of putting out full length albums. But, you know, we see like every other band and all our contemporaries that that's kind of going away, isn't it? Where it's everybody's doing EPs now and not really full lengths. And so, you know, I don't know if we'll follow suit and put out a handful of EPs that then make up a full album, which seems to be like the thing to do now. Or if, you know, we'll just, just keep that. People's attention spans keep shrinking. That's all it is. The EPs sure. get shorter and shorter. You know, that nobody wants to listen to the same thing for more than 30 minutes. Yeah. As a fan, I love the LP. In my personal opinion and in the punk scene, the, the EPs, I think their, their place really is for the bands that maybe either don't have the time to put together the LP or a split you know, like get two tracks together, get together with some other band you enjoy or you want to, you know, essentially cross promote with whatever, however you want to view that. I think that is the best place for an EP to be instead of just, oh, we're going to release three tracks and then in six months, three tracks and in six months, four tracks and so forth. No, I, I think you're I think you're dead on right there because I think we feel it kind of, you know, it can water down what you're doing. And uh, and we like, you know, we, we do take the time when we write the, the full length to think about how all the songs kind of stack up and how it's meant to be listened as a full experience and not really slice it up. And so, you know, full length came out last year. Now we're doing this little EP because, you know, we feel really strongly about it. We really dig these tunes. And, yeah, we'll go back into the bunker and start working stuff out and, and keep working on that full length unless, you know, unless somebody comes along with a bag of money and says, here, make an EP right now. <laughs> Here's a big bag of money. Would you guys make an album? Tell us, uh, you know, is, is there anything that we need Fallen Monuments fans to know? What What is it 
that you guys want to get out there to, to your fans, your listeners, about you guys, how they could support you better, things like that? Well, I think, you know, we want everybody to go out and rock the vote in 2020. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did we just do that? Did we yeah, just do a rock yeah. the vote commercial? Yeah. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ricky Rackman. Everybody rock the vote. No, um, oh, no. <laughs> And Matt Pinfield, we want to, we really appreciate everybody getting behind us and coming out to shows and the words of encouragement that we get. We just say, you know, uh, keep listening to it, keep spreading the spreading the love, spreading the word, and and supporting us, and and keep uh, pushing for bands like us to try to make it into Dustin and Chris's, you know, top hits of 2019. <laughs> so it's not. So it's not all just oi bands. <laughs> yeah, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dustin went so far to just oi bands. <laughs> Me and Chris have great ideas to do great things, and then we never have the time, and then you just scramble at the end, and I overlooked. Uh, after I was putting out my lists, because we did the episode back in February, it was like a week before we did the episode, I actually sat down like, ah, oh, shit, we're going to be doing this, and we've already put it off long enough, and yeah. I scrambled, and I missed so much that I should have added. <laughs> I, I realized that after the fact when I had more time to look at it. We need There's a, always next year. We, yes. We need a fucking editor is what we need. Right? Because I, I'll tell you right now that I just did 12 songs anyways. I was like, fuck it. This is all I'm doing. I, it's so overwhelming the amount of stuff that we now are party to rather than before we were doing the podcast where we'd hear some things every now and then. Um, whereas oh, yeah. now we're looking for so much. Right. And in so many places that it just it's it's completely overwhelming to try to properly right. say who the best of and the worst of right. anything. <laughs> and the worst. Well, see, well, maybe you guys just got to do like a highlight reel and just go. Here's a bunch of highlights of last year and just fly through them. Yes, <laughs> there were no highlights. Yeah, yeah. Because then, then, okay, a because then Dustin, you get to avoid Chris going like your picks are all wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like this is garbage. What are you doing? Well, at least I have picks. Touche, yeah. sir. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking just like Kurt Loader on MTV News. Rock the vote, everybody. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, thanks for that moment, guys. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you guys. We got to get you out here. Get you out of San Diego there. And, uh, and and get you a little bit further east. Yeah, yeah. hey, we're, we're down for it. And yeah. uh, we, we appreciate you guys having us back on. It's always great talking to you guys. Uh, we really dig the podcast and what you guys are doing. So Thank you. Uh, keep it up, guys. Well, Dustin does all the work. So really, that's just a <laughs> thank you to him. I'm just the dipshit that fucking talks a lot and, and probably too much at times. And uh, we're really excited. You guys got a chance to, to hang out with our boys, Reva Rebels. You know, I'm a big fan of that. I'm wearing my Chris Reva, is wearing their shirt wearing right my Reva now. Rebels shirt right now. And uh, so that's really awesome uh, that you guys have an opportunity to do that. Check out your guys' single. Where can uh, people find everything? Fallmonuments.com is going to have, you know, all our stuff. But you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff. And then uh, the EP uh, officially drops on April 2nd uh, on Tuesday. And you'll find it on all the usual on Bandcamp, you know, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, all that good stuff. April 2nd is like, what, next week or the week after Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, next Tuesday. Week from today. Fuck yeah, dude. We're on the cutting edge. Look at us. Look at us go. (laughs) Gary, Aaron, Todd. 
Fallen Monuments, thank you guys so much for joining us again. We look forward to talking to you again soon in the future. Check out the new EP. It sounds fucking amazing. Especially Overkill is the best cover song ever. There you go. Oh, so yeah. that's best of 2019. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Put it down now. There you go. Chris is actually making a pick this time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck this. All right, boys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Right, thank you. Day after day, it reappears. Night after night, my heartbeat shows the fear. Ghosts appear and fade away. All right, Chris. I want to thank the, uh, all the fellas in the band that joined us. Gary, Todd, Aaron. As always, it's a pleasure having Fallen Monuments on the show. Uh, this EP is super cool. It's Experiments. It's coming out this Tuesday. Get it. This track right here is the cover. One of the covers, anyway. Overkill from Men at Work. Uh, definitely a favorite here. Chris talked about it uh, multiple times on the interview. Chris, what are you thinking? Well, it's, a, it's a great cover, you know. It's a great punk tradition, if you will, doing covers. And uh, it's a great song, man. It's a song both of us like anyway. Right. right? So it's you know, done in a style in which we both like as well. So it you know, takes something that we already love and, and puts a new twist on it. And... Uh, yeah, man, it's a cool song. Uh, I'm really impressed by it, and uh, yeah. Cool. Minute worth, dude. Right? Go get this uh, EP. You can hear the other cover as well, plus us not talking over this one. And the other covers, The Church, Under the Milky Way, and maybe we've talked those guys into releasing an all-Australian band's full-length LP cover album. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I, I think it's funny how surprised they even were. Right. <laughs> All right, let's check out the last little bit of this track, Overkill.
All right, Chris. That's some. I realized up. I wasn't on mute when I started talking to my son there. I apologize for that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear it, so you're good to go. Uh, great. That's great covers. Like I said on the episode, I think they did a great job. I think they sound so much like the bands that did those tracks, yet they made it their own. Like they, they modernized the the sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, Chris, let's do some older, lesser knowns. Uh, you've got two. Uh, who are they, and uh, why'd you pick them? Well, yeah, doing both uh, the next two, in, in both bands, we're going to see a punk rock going. That, um, I didn't know as much about that I wanted to know more about. Um, so the first one's Made of Ace. It's an all-female band out of the UK. No, not quite, Chris. You, you put Infrared on oh, first. I'm sorry. It's Infrared, dude. <laughs> yeah. You wanted Infrared first. I went out of order there. I, I screwed up on my thing. And just so everybody knows, I can really hear the music. So it's, it's I definitely am not uh, able to keep up with that. I apologize for that. Um, Infrared, Friday oh Friday, they're out of London. Dustin, you were really excited to see Infrared last year at Plump Rock Bowling. And I was like, meh. Well, only because I didn't know who they were. I didn't know much about it, you know. Right. Uh, they're, they're an older band, uh, to say the least. They're well known, uh, I would say, by everybody but me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, out of London. This this came out in 1982. We always talk about that year, Dustin, 1982. Yep, that's another so one much, of those so years. great music out of 1982. I agree. This is one and, of them. Uh, so I thought it was kind of fitting that, to pick a song out of 82. This is Friday or Friday. Off of Still Out of Order, it is track 11. Super excited to see these guys. Uh, they're headlining a club show on Friday night that we're going to go see. It's going to be Infrared, Vicious Rumors, Dugs and the Slugs, and Antagonizers, ATL, all great bands. They're going to be playing 11.40 p.m. to 12.40 a.m. It's now at the Fremont Country Club. That's one of those shows that's been moved to a new venue. It was previously sold out, and now it is not because they've put more tickets out there with a larger venue. Get your tickets today. Right, before it is sold out again. All right, Chris, you were telling us about Made of Ace. This is Made of Ace. There it is, Made of Ace, all-female band out of Hastings, UK. Uh, came out. This song came out 2014, Bone Death. It's on their self-titled album. And, uh, you know, Dustin, a big part of punk rock that I think a lot of people miss is how many female-led bands there are. 
right? Um, but there aren't that many all-female bands. Um, so a, a band like this that has been out for as long as they have, um, you know, they're, they're definitely part of that trend that continues today. Um, the great band we played, I think we played them on the all, uh, we did like all-female punk bands. Yep, we did, and we a, did. A bunch of episodes ago. And I know we played them then. Uh, they're a cool band. And we're going to see them. Are we going to see them? Or are they going to be on a club show we're not going to? No, we are going to see them. They're going to be playing on Saturday, the first day, on the second stage from 3.50 to 4.10 p.m. Right, right in between right. Split Seconds and Dog Company on that stage. But uh, truly between the Drugettes and the Skints. I'm, uh, you know, speaking of uh, the all-female bands, we'll have to come back to this in just a second, Chris, but let's listen to some of this. I'm looking at the, the actual lineup and all the pictures. We'll talk about it in a moment. Let's listen to Bone Death from Made of Ace. Chris, just on the main stage, uh, or not the main stage, but the main venue, so not counting club shows, because I'm looking at pictures of bands, you know, speaking of females, Turbulent Hearts, uh, all-female is Auxilio and Mystery Actions, and who else we got here? Scrolling through the list, Louise Distress, The Coat Hangers, all-females, that looks like. The Darts? The Darts are going to be there on the main stage. Uh, the Drew Getz, we've already played them and talked about them. Uh, who else do we got here? I think I saw... Uh, oh, I must have been looking at the club show, but that's quite a bit. Punk Rock Bowling out there uh, helping represent, right? It's Absolutely. The and then last year they had like the Svetlanas. Yep. They had a handful of them last year as well. Right. All right, Chris, uh, since we did San Diego Band Fallen Monuments, I figured there's a couple bands from California I'd throw in on this episode. This band is California Hearse. I know uh, you tell me I always play a lot of street punk and oi bands, so I went a different route this time. Came across these guys a while back, put them on the list to play. I think they have kind of like a, an MXPX sound to them. Uh, California Hearse is from Los Angeles. This track's called Welcome Home off of their self-titled that came out actually this last December so even though I've got them in the older lesser known it's more that they're lesser known at least for me uh, this band is made up of the rhythm section of a band called Gentlemen Prefer Blood Chris let's listen to some California Hershey let me know what you think of it
Chris, what do you think of California Hearse? They're a fun band, man. Yeah. Uh, again, I think they kind of have an MXPX sound. Are you hearing something else, or what, are you thinking the same thing? Yeah, definitely uh, not a lot of that 90s skate punk uh, influence in their music, for sure. Yeah. Uh, again, new band, man. Uh, and the album came out December 9th. That was track number one. Welcome home off of the self-titled California Hearse. Chris, there's a touring band. They're going to be here yeah, buddy. this upcoming Saturday, so a week away for us. Yeah, i got to take my wife and kids to it. Right. They're going to be with Masked Intruder, Rat Boy. Talked about it a little bit already. They're doing a little bit different touring than Masked Intruder, but some stuff together. Uh, this is the Interrupters. We're going to play Gave You Everything off of Fight the Good Fight. It's track number seven. It came out is June. This, the, uh, this is the like the latest single they released, right? Uh, could be. Uh, I don't know. I just liked it, and we hadn't they, played it yet, so this is the one I put on. Yeah, they, they just released another single. I, I think it's this one uh, as they keep promoting the album. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been really successful. Been getting mainstream radio airplay and all that. Right. It's, so it's been out nine months. They're killing it. Yeah, and, and on my Pandora, it literally is the interrupters all the time with Amy Interrupter doing advertisements. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all it is. They, they own Pandora. Well, for their tour, Chris, they've uh, March 30th. So tonight, they're in Chicago, Illinois, the House of Blues. Uh, April 1st, they'll be Delmar Hall in St. Louis. They'll be doing uh, that show on April 1st. On April 2nd. Uh, they'll be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Pabst Riverside Turner Hall, April 3rd, Varsity Theater um, in Minneapolis. Then they'll be at the Ogden Theater in Denver, Colorado on April 5th. And then here at the Depot on April 6th. Looking forward to that. Then it looks like they take a break for a little bit. And then they'll be doing some stuff with 311 and the Dirty Heads. And Ooh. they'll be July 2nd in Huber Heights, Ohio, July 3rd. Mount Pleasant, Michigan, July 5th, Clarkston, uh, Michigan, July 6th, Tinley Park, Illinois, Duluth, Minnesota on uh, July 11th, July 9th, Morrison, Colorado. For all the rest of the dates, go check them out for that tour with Dirty Heads and 311. But Chris, guess what? We got to see Mast Intruder instead of 311, that's what. Yes. That is what. Uh, but that Mast Intruder, not Mast Intruder, but that 311 show and, uh, is actually coming out here. I, I, I haven't seen the dates if the Interrupters are going to be with them, but they're going to be out here. So pretty cool. If you want to see them, you might get to see them twice. Go check that out. A lot of cool shows coming up for the Interrupters. Uh, let's listen to the last little bit of this track. Gave you everything. Chris, we love the Interrupters. Seen them a couple times. I'm looking forward to seeing them again. Yeah, man, they're a great band. I'm looking forward to it. The wife and kids are looking forward to it too. Cool. They. Uh, it's a family affair. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's gonna be great, man. They. Um, 
they've, they've got a hitter, man, with She's Kerosene and Title Holder and the great album. Uh, looking forward to seeing them live. Chris, this is your great cover-to-cover -cover album. They're also a PRB 2019 band. Tell me about them. Yeah, I, you know what, Dustin? I felt so bad because every time we talked about them, I called them the lower-class brats. <laughs> and I have to apologize because that's my wife's fault. You see, she's from Wisconsin. So when I see BRATS, I think of brats. Okay. So it's just... That's just me being a moron. They are the lower class brats, though, Dustin. You haven't been hanging around other people's kids enough to know that that word is brats. <laughs> I don't know. I got a couple of those here. But anyways, <laughs> they're from Austin, Texas. I love Austin, Texas. Great music scene in Austin. Yes. Um, all kinds of music. You name it, it's there. Um, I'd love to see them in Austin. You know what, Dustin? We talked a lot about seeing certain bands in their like hometown and whatever and how great it would be right. i would love to see them in austin that'd be a lot of fun i i would too because there's so many great bands that would play that show with them i'm sure so not just that you would get to see them play a great hometown show but the lineup i bet would be stacked absolutely this came out in january 98 uh and uh it's rather be hated than ignored the, this first track is addicted to oi it's track seven Hey, Chris, it's par for the course for this episode. Uh, I goofed up on the order. This one's Clockwork Fuse, track 12. The next one yeah. is going to be Addicted to Oi. So let's listen to Clockwork Fuse, and then we'll talk about uh, maybe why that's a Clockwork Fuse named track. <laughs> Dustin, you know what? You probably did it better than I could have with the order by putting Clockwork Fuse first. I think it's a good way to uh, kick it off. Uh, maybe that's why I did it. I apologize. I thought it was super cool track, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, because a lot of what they do is, is they use theatric imagery from Clockwork Orange. The, right. The droops, right? Yep. A lot of their and, uh, apparel is, is in that fashion or in that design. Right. And uh, there's a lot of bands that do that. The Drugettes. There you go. Coming to mind immediately is the Drugettes, right? Also I mean, going to be on that same punk rock bowling day, everything. I mean, even like the Addicts, would right. you say they use some of it as well? Absolutely. The bowler cap, the, uh, the clockwork orange 
kind of logo for the movie, you know, it's on the cover uh, and kind of reimagined as their own. The Attics for sure. And then even like, uh, you know, there's a couple bands we've seen that at the very least do the eye makeup. Right. right? The, the Droog's eye makeup that you see them use um, in the film. What do you got now? Chris? I, I can't hear it. What are you playing now? Uh, Chris? The playlist is doing whatever it wants, I guess, and it's going with ultraviolence. There you go, which is a theme from the film Clockwork Orange. Uh, he talked about going out and doing ultraviolence. And, uh, you know, they're at the milk bar planning their, their evening, if you will. Uh, yeah, it's a great film. Stanley Kubrick's the director. Uh, he also did Full Metal Jacket, I think, right? I think so. Or something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, but yeah, man, check out uh, check out Ultraviolence. That part's awesome. Love the bass, bringing the guitar, yeah. drums keeping the beat. There you go. All right, Chris. Now we've got Addicted to Oi. So it's the third track. Uh, these guys are going to be at Punk Rock Bowling. They're going to be on second stage, 5.30 to 5.50. Again, the only drawback to seeing so many great bands at a cool festival is when you only get to see them for 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> so 5.30 and they're to 5.50. they're going to back this year, so we don't have even a chance to go get a drink or two. No, you're just going to have to pick, like, all right, who am I good with just listening to instead of actually being right right up there? And that's when you're going to have to do it. You know what I mean? And uh, Lower Class Brats, again, 5.30 to 5.50 on day one, Saturday, May 25th. And that puts them right in between Perkily and then Fear, who are playing on the main stage. <laughs> Both who both who we really want to see so yeah we're gonna be staring at that stage we're gonna have to get there really early to the show and like pack a backpack full of food hope somebody doesn't steal it from right off the bat happen. <laughs> all right this is addicted to oi
Justin. Yes, this Chris. This song is dedicated to you. Addicted to Oi, you got it. And I appreciate it. Chris, since the Drew Gets and uh, Lower Class Brats are going to be playing on de- that first day, you're going to do the, the eye makeup and tribute to these bands? Um, no. What if, because we're going to go see Infrared the night before and be out late, and then I paint your eyes for you, will you just leave it that way? I was thinking more like, no. <laughs> All right, man. Next up, uh, great cover-to-cover album. I just came across this band not too long ago. Standard Issue. They kind of have a, a casualty sound. Casualties are great, so of course I'm into this band. Uh, April 10th, 2018, the band Standard Issue came out with the album Cost of War. They're from Riverside, California. Chris, you got to love that, right? Riverside. <laughs> uh, they're a melodic hardcore band. This is a, a debut album, and this track is the title track, which is track number five. LA Hardcore. Let's go. Chris, kicking it off with the first track, but it's actually the fifth track on the album. What are you thinking of Standard Issue? Have you heard Standard Issue before this? I haven't. No, they sound great, man. They got a good sound to them. Good hardcore sound. Um, you know, it's a great hardcore scene there in LA. We, we talked about all the different hardcore scenes, you know, on past episodes and stuff. And uh, L.A. has definitely got a great hardcore scene. I'll throw Riverside in there with them. Well, I've played uh, California bands on a few occasions, and I still have a handful of California bands I'm going to include at some point. But I thought you might appreciate that, Chris, California bands. And on top of all that, I do like other music besides Oi and Street Punk, Chris. Not one Oi or Street Punk band played on this episode. I'm proud of you. At least for me. <laughs> All right, this this track's See, uh, I'm watching a kid get drugged down the street by his dog. He's on rollerblades, and he's got his rollerblade turned sideways, trying to slow himself down. The dog's just dragging him down the street. Sorry. Okay. Well, on that note, this, this is American Dream. Windows, I got ADD. American Dream track number four. Yeah. 
Chris. Standard Issue is a great band. As, uh, as you know, I like the message in the music. These guys are very politically fueled, but they sound great while they're doing it. I think they have a great hardcore sound. Uh, I love the vocals. Like I say, kind of overall the band kind of has a casualty sound to me, but still I think they're their own thing. And it would be super cool if those guys uh, made their way through Salt Lake. I definitely want to go see them. This track right here is called Fucked Up Place. It's track number two. Last track I'm gonna play on this episode from Standard Issue. It's from the album Cost of War. Chris, that's fucked up place. Standard issues, the band. I can't wait. Hopefully they do come out here. I think it'd be really cool to see these guys. Any final thoughts on that band, Chris? You know, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a it's a great hardcore band. Yeah, go oh, check yeah. out standard oh, yeah, issues. Ah, I thought I muted myself and started talking. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, it's fun. All right, Chris, let's do some guilty pleasures, wrap this show up. Uh, it's been a great show. Thanks again to uh, the fellas in Fallen Monuments, we had most of them on the show with uh, Gary, Todd, and Aaron. Uh, great interview, great EP, go check it out. A lot of other cool music, PRB coming up, we're pumped for it. Chris, tell me about your guilty pleasure pick. <coughs> Good <Glad> start. <laughs> okay, Chris's guilty pleasure pick is the Meat Puppets. And it's off the album Too High to Die. I'm back. There he is. Yeah, the song's Backwater, man. It's doing all these 90s bands, and, and uh, it's just one that I really like. Um, they're, uh, they're the Meat Puppets, man. They're a cool band, and uh, I enjoy listening. This came out weird in high school, Dustin. Yeah, it did, 94, like right when we were getting ready to get into high school. Oh, shit. We weren't, yeah, no, we were, it was our like freshman year, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, is that even freshman from. year? That might have been like eighth grade year. It came eighth out grade. June 25th. Hell yeah, dude. This is way back from when I was in eighth grade. Wow. Wow. Well, this is uh, these guys are from Austin slash Phoenix, but uh, at the moment, but they were formed in Phoenix in 1980. Chris, had you ever heard of the Meat Puppets before this track came out? No. 
I hadn't either, and this actually was their eighth studio album because they started in 1980. Weren't they, didn't, didn't uh, Nirvana do a Meat Puppet song on uh, Unplugged? Yeah, I think you talked about that when you did the Nirvana or, or something like that. You, you at least told me that's where I heard it from was you. It must be true. Absolutely, I believe you. Uh, these guys had a lot of success with this one. Let's uh, check out your guilty pleasure track, Backwater. Chris, since this was their eighth album and they started in 1980, this came out in 1994, do you think their sound evolved or do you think this is what they sounded like, the type of music they were making in 1980? Well, I, I think it definitely evolved because, you know, it sounds like what would be a modern rock song for the 90s, right? Right. Didn't, bands weren't making that sound. I agree, 1980. Uh, so they probably did evolve. This was one of their most successful albums. Uh, the album itself reached number one on the Heat Seekers chart. And that single there, uh, Backwater, it reached number two and number 11 on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Tracks and the Modern Rock Tracks. So a lot of success for that band with that track and that album. And I think that album, uh, Too High to Die, I forget offhand when I was looking into this. Uh, I think it was, uh, oh, there it is. It, it was a parody of the Ramones album, Too Tough to Die. It came out in 84, so that's why they named it that. I wish that was too high to die right now. <laughs> I bet you do. All right, Chris, we're going to wrap this up with my guilty pleasure pick, which is Van Halen. You love this, Is it don't Van you? Halen or Van Hagar? It's Van Hagar. This was the second album to feature vocalist Sammy Hagar. Uh, this track is a cool track, man. Finish what you started. Uh, Van Halen originally formed in Pasadena in 1972 their sound definitely evolved by the time this came out in 88 as they were on the second singer and chris uh, fun fact 5.6 million people like their facebook page you know what i'm an unpopular opinion here not a big van halen fan uh i'm sure there's a there's a select few tracks and to be honest between all their singers i think uh david lee ross sammy hagar are the two best and really when it comes down to it it's apples you know, apples to apples comparison, uh, right. I'm sixes. You know what? They each had a couple songs that I like from each one. This one's off of I agree. the album OU812. It's track number seven. Came out 88. This is Fidget What You Started.
All right, Chris, let's wrap this shit up. Why don't you let us know where we can find everybody? All right, on Twitter, at The Skins, at Fallen Monuments, at Made of Ace, at Interrupters, at Lower Class. No, it's Rats. at Interrupt Tweets. At Interrupt Tweets. Oh, it's on Twitter. Ah, that's funny. You're at another Punk SLC, Dustin. Yes, I am, Chris. On Instagram, at The Skins, at Cookie the Clown Official. It's Cokie the Clown, not Cokie, Cokie the, the Clown. I meant to say Cokie. At Fallen Monuments, at Made underscore of underscore Ace, at Interruptogram. Interruptogram. There it is. At Lower Class Bratz Official. At Standard Issue Punk. I'm at SLC Punk Crest. And I'm at SLC Punk Cast. Facebook at the Skins at Fallen Monuments Band. At Infrariot at Made of Ace Band. At California Hearse. That's not Made O Face. Say again? I was making a joke. I said it's not Made O Face. It's Made of Ace. I'm doing my best. At We Are the Interrupters. At LCB Army. At Standard Issue Puck. At Meat Puppets. At Van Halen. I'm at SLC Punk Chris. And I'm at SLC Punkcast. Oh, God. Well, Chris, uh, I, I think that's it for this episode. You got anything? Yeah, thanks to everybody listening. I apologize for having to phone it in. Well, hopefully you don't have to phone it in for the next episodes. Uh, until the next time. Play the fucking outro.